0: meet me at midnight the podcast is for adult listeners only listener discretion is advised welcome back to meet me at midnight the podcast the one podcast where we discuss all things that keep you up at midnight whether it be romance love heartbreak stress you name it the legend of the llorona the crying woman or the whaler is a mexican vengeful ghost who is said to roam near bodies of water, mourning her children, whom she drowned in a jealous rage after discovering her husband was cheating on her. Mexico The legend of the Llorona is deeply rooted in Mexican popular culture. Her story is told to children to encourage them to not wander off in the dark and near bodies of water, such as rivers and lakes alone. Her spirit is often invoked in artwork, such as that of Alejandro Calunga's La Leyenda de la Llorona is a yearly waterfront theatrical performance of the legend of Llorona, set in the canals of Chochelnico, boroughs of Mexico City, which was established in 1993 to coincide with the Day of the Dead. Guatemala, according to the local legend, in Guatemala City lived a woman who had an affair with a lover. She became pregnant and gave birth to a child named Juan de la Cruz, whom she drowned so her husband would not know. The woman was condemned into the afterlife to search for her murdered son in every place where there was a pool of water. United States. In the southwestern United States, the story of Yorona is told to scare children into good behavior, sometimes specifically to deter children from playing near dangerous water. Also told to them is that in her cries, and when they are heard as she walks around the streets or near bodies of water to scare children from wandering around, resembling the story of El Cucuy. In Chumash mythology, indigenous to Southern California, the Llorona is linked to the Nacisis, a mythological creature with a similar cry to that of a newborn baby. Regional Versions. The legend has a wide variety of details and versions. In a typical version of the legend, a beautiful woman named Maria Marries a rich ranchero, to whom she bears two children. One day Maria sees her husband with another woman, and in a fit of blind rage, she drowns their children in a river, which she immediately regrets. Unable to save them and consumed by guilt, she drowns herself as well, but is unable to enter the afterlife, forced to be in purgatory, and roam the earth until she finds her children. In other versions of the story, her children are illegitimate and she drowns them so that their father cannot take them away to be raised by his new wife. Reoccurring themes and variations of the Yorona myths include a white, wet dress, nocturnal welling, and an association with water.
1: Listen here with this cast. Would you like leave a message?
0: I see Welcome back to Meet Me at Midnight's the podcast. This is your host Annette, and I also have Moses here. Moses, say hi. Hey
2: guys, what's up?
0: We are recording on Sunday in the beautiful desert outside. I'm drinking What is this that I'm drinking? A
2: spicy
0: tamarindo. Oh, wow. Smirnoff. It's um spicy tamarindo. You gotta say it like a true Mexican, Smirnoff, and it is lovely. It is really nice. So today's uh episode is gonna be scary stories edition. Um, a lot of people don't know that I am kind of dark, cold, twisted, demented, crazy. Love all things occult, ghosts, exorcisms. Hence the intro. Um, Moses, are you? What do you think about today's topic?
2: Um, it's definitely eerie. When you had asked me, you know, hey, like, come up with some uh, scary things. Um, I told you I couldn't find the book, mm-hmm. but um, I remember this book that I like. I don't know. I think it was like in the free section of like you know when like the school just over here take these books if you want them. Mm-hmm. And I think I was in detention or something, like, looking at him. And, like, there was this one that's, like, called? I don't know what it was called. It wasn't, like, those scary sco- stories to tell in the dark. It wasn't those books. I don't want you to think it was those books. It was, like, some weird, just, like, little, like, side book, you know? And, like, dude, that sh- fucking book had the scariest stories I've ever read in my life in there. Like, you have no idea.
0: Wow. I'm to try to find it right
2: now and, like, audible. Okay. Well, he's going to be
0: looking for this book. We got a little bit of wind interference because it's nice and breezy up in um, the high desert today. So today's subject, like I said, is going to be scary stories and I don't know um, why I have so many like true scary stories to talk about. Um, One of them is like basically like a scary origin story. You know how like they always do scary movies and it's always like the origin of this the origin of that let me tell you about a little cemetery in Colton California called the Agua Mansa cemetery cemetery it is a pioneer cemetery cemetery that was that was created in uh, the 1840s it's very interesting very interesting I'm gonna go a little bit of um, facts that I uh, I learned uh, throughout the years and today I kind of really just dived really deep into it so i can have a lot of you know back history to uh tell about uh, this Um, the communities of aguamansa and la placita across the santa Ana river were the first non-native settlements in the san bernardino valley and they had the first church and school these villages were the largest settlement between new mexico and los angeles during the 1940s Today the cemetery is all that is survived. None of these communities are are here anymore. Um, um in January of eighteen sixty two there was a great flood in the Santa Ana River. And do you know where the Santa Ana River is? It was a, a, a really thriving river that ran like all through like um Colton and then Rialto and Bloomington and it you could still see whenever we have like heavy rains, you could still see the river kind of like the one up here in the high desert. And there was a great flood in the um, in the Santa Ana River from the bluff to bluff that destroyed all the communities and only left the cemetery. And the fun fact is the bell and, and that's in the chapel was used to warn everyone about the flood. So nobody died. Nobody died. But their um, crops their homes, their, um, what are they called? The rancheras? They were all washed away. I'm pretty sure a lot of their livestock. Um, um, But but there is this old saying that spirits from that cemetery still warn people from doom on that road because it's so close to the river and it's located right off of Riverside Avenue and Aguamansa. It's actually really, really um, interesting. All right, um, so back to the story. So, Aguamansa was back in the early 50s and 60s, was a known hangout for all of the, you know, Colton kids, Rialto kids, and one of them was my mom. My mom, she was getting into trouble along with her many brothers, and they would go out, you know, cruising, you know, um, Riverside Avenue or Route 66, um, you know, on the weekends. Well, the story, I'm actually, I'm thinking about interviewing her later so she could tell it firsthand. But anyways, how the story goes is if you're driving down aguamansa Road, okay, if you're driving down aguamansa Road, you will see lights behind you to warn you of either like an accident or if there's a flood or anything that could Put you in any kind of a danger so my the story goes and how my mom told me and this scared the shit out of me Imagine being you know six years old and hearing the story be like oh my god So she and her uh, brothers my uncles and a couple of their friends were cruising down Aguamansa Street And they've always known about ghosts so they decided to stop right in front of the Aguamansa, um Cemetery And taunt, taunt, supposedly the ghosts. So my uncles were throwing beer bottles, you know, at the cemetery, you know, just talking shit. And my mom, knowing her, she was like, no, let's go, you guys, let's go. So they get into their old, the old car. And then, you know, they're driving away. Next thing you know, there's a giant, like glowing light following them in the car. And uh, my mom wasn't. They thought they thought it was another car. But the crazy thing, it only had one light. It didn't have two headlights. So they thought, well, maybe it's a motorcycle. So they were like, you know, just pull over, pull over, let them pass, let them pass. But what happened was when they started slowing down, the lights slowed down. So they were like, oh, my God, what is this? And so my uncle's like, oh, someone's trying to fuck with us. Someone's fucking with us. So he's got, you know, he started driving off again. And this light was like right behind them. And my mom says she remembers looking at the back, at the back window and she could not see a car. She couldn't see a motorcycle. All she saw was this glowing light. And then finally, you know, my uncle was like, this is enough, so he slammed on his brakes. And then the light just like passed through the car and just went right in front of him. And to this day, she's like, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in this. She's like, but I will put that on everything that I love. Everything that I love. Don't drive down Agua Manza At night Now Manza was Like I said it was usually all farms I remember um, always driving down that street With my other aunt Because she lived um, in Grand Terrace So she you know she would take like She would call it like the You know the, the tourist route Because there was always animals and whatever But she was like I never drive down it at night Because even she knew about the stories So now, because uh, the community is building so much and it's all like industrial, there's no more farms. It is all just different buildings, like distribution buildings. The only thing that survived is that cemetery. And uh, it's open on Tuesdays. It's really good. Um, I've actually been to Aguamansa myself because back, I would say about 20 years ago, no, I would say about 18 years ago when I first started working. For the post office I would take long lunches so instead of going to like you know just hanging out at a restaurant or coming all the way back home I would go and sit at Aguamansa and just take pictures of all of the the headstones and it's so old that some of the um the concrete like lids to the the top the vaults are cracked open so you could see the caskets inside they can't touch it they can't touch it because it's considered it's a historical, like, um, it's a historical cemetery. So they have to leave things the way they are. And another fun fact: you know who's buried there? Do you remember Wyatt Earp? You ever seen the movie Tombstone? Yeah. His brother and most of his family are were were early settlers in the Agua and La Placita. Um, uh, what do you call it? settlements? So they are buried there. So you can actually go see the Earp family's um, burial site. It's actually really oh, neat we should go it's only open on tuesdays um but you could probably request like a special tour um when i went they were like what are you doing i'm like oh i'm just taking you know pictures and so on so that that was like to me hearing it from like a parent who was like the the one person's like i don't believe in this i don't believe in that there that's it but there's more other ones moses is looking at photos online of the cemetery right now but Hearing it firsthand from, like, your parents, it's like, what the fuck? Like, that's like. Damn, that's
2: a really old cemetery. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was, like I said, it was um 1846. Yeah. And you could see, yeah. It's, it's really amazing. It's really amazing. But they don't really water the grass. I, you know, I don't know why. Because they, they're not allowed to disturb any of the the grounds. But there is some crazy, you know, little headstones over there. It's a really neat place. Um, speaking of uh, like Rialto, there is another cool thing that happened to my family. Now I don't know if ghosts like to follow our our families, or maybe they just did a lot of acid back in the day to where they hallucinated. But I believe if one or more, if more than one or two people sees the same shit at one time, it's it's considered like a mass hallucination, or it's a fucking ghost have you ever seen a ghost moses
2: um i'm trying to think um there's a story that i know but i can't it's when um let me think about it to get back to me but one of the scariest things that i've ever like heard or like been told is like so like my grandma her house in Hesperia right here And, like, everyone's always, you know, talked all these stories about her house. But I've never believed them, you know. Like, even my grandma still sees people, you know, like, ghosts and shit. Um, But the only thing that I actually believe is that, like, everyone tells me that my mom saw something. And that she doesn't talk about it. And, like, I remember, like, the one and only day that I asked her about it. Like, she got so mad. And she was just like, no, like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, it's kind of like she disassociated. Like, I wasn't there asking her that question. But I was, you know. So... Yeah
0: Again when parents Or you know especially your mom figure Who is meant to like Make you feel safe and make you feel You know everything when they tell you stories like this It's like holy shit Is it real? Did it really happen? I have another quick story So my mom has her favorite cousin Because you know we all have like a favorite cousin And my uh, cousin She lived in Rialto and I remember I wasn't really close. I don't know why I wasn't really close to any of my mom's family. We only had a select few of people that we ever went around. But I remember, I think it was like in 1988 or 89, um, Her my, my mom's cousin's husband died. So, she, you know, at the funeral and everything, my mom, to be like, You know um to be there to help her grieve and whatever she decided to spend the night we just she brought me with her obviously to spend the night at her cousin's house and so you know i remember i must have been eight or nine i'm sitting in like their den i remember watching mtv and i remember they're both talking right and i remember she started telling my mom about this house this house that we were sitting in, in like sitting in and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like what the fuck like that shit would scare you let me tell you about this story now to this day I recently saw my, um, my mom's cousin last year for a wedding and she was like oh yeah all of that happened like she will tell you in your face and she's and she, she has no reason to lie about what happened so they her and her husband and her four kids bought this house in realto in the 80s and you know it's a nice house it's like a single family house nothing crazy but she said as soon as they moved in weird things started happening really weird things started happening like stuff moving by itself um they would hear knocks on the walls knocks on the walls and they would hear oh stop making that noise you're going to start scaring me you're stupid they would hear knocks on the walls or they would hear voices right and then things escalated to the point where uh, okay they were asleep and they woke up and they heard all this noise in the kitchen right they go into the kitchen and all of their dishes all of their silverware is on the floor broken they're like they thought someone broke in right so they're there cleaning it at night they're they're cleaning you know uh the broken plates they're picking up everything and they look into the kitchen i could still picture where her table was they had a round table And that shit started lifting up off the ground. It started lifting up. And they all ran to the house. They ran out of the fucking house. And they were scared. She said that she went to her mom's house for a couple days. Because they didn't know what the fuck. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. So they finally came back. Little things. Like nothing really happened. But then things got very bad. Very bad. So it started happening where like the TV would turn off and on off and on the girls were afraid to sleep in their own rooms because doors wouldn't open like they would they would get stuck and uh, I'm trying to think uh, the one that was really hard for me to fucking believe really hard to believe is she said she had like a bare skin rug uh, like, a, like I don't know if it was fake I don't know if it was real she said she had a bare skin rug and she says that that shit started growling at her and to me i was like that's a little, that is a little far-fetched but she said she said she put that on everything she's like it was growling and you could see like the claw marks like move like the claws moving and then she said they had like a leather couch and it looked like it was breathing it was like <sighs>
2: and
0: yes and and I, you know hearing it as a young child i'm like what the And i'm like was the couch still here it wasn't but then she says it got to the point to where at one time at night the two her two daughters were asleep in their bedroom and she tried to she heard her daughter screaming she heard her daughter screaming her and her husband got up and tried to open the door and they couldn't open the door and the girls were screaming and and terrified It wasn't until like minutes later that the door Was un- was finally unlocked And the girls like they looked like They were getting smacked around like psh, 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 psh. Really? So it got to the point where They didn't know what to do She said she would call in like local priests Like to bless the house Like something has to happen They have to bless the house They have to do something You know they would come in They'd be like okay it's blessed And whatever whatever She even said a camera crew uh, I don't know. She said she actually had a show come to her house that wanted to document it. And I tried to look for any kind of sources. I couldn't because this was in the early 80s. This was like before Donahue and everything. And, you know, nothing would happen, of course, while well, they were the cameras were there. But again, the things just kept escalating and escalating until they finally were able to bring in a certain medium, she said. And I remember... I'm trying to remember exactly what she said I should have wrote this down she said her oldest son was it her oldest son or one of her her husband's brothers it was someone that was in the house okay so this medium came she's like I'm gonna go throughout the house and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this this bad energy out she's like but nobody could be in the house they thought everyone was out of the house except this one person And this one person was in the house when she went through the house and the medium came out and and she was like, I told you, no one's supposed to be in the house. Like, why was anyone in the house? And she's like, oh, I forgot. Like, you know, so and so was here. They were asleep, like in a back back room. Anyways, about a week later, he was arrested for murder. Really? Yeah, I don't think it was her son. I think it was like her husband on his on her on her husband's side. And they and he they when they interviewed him, he's like, it was the devil. The devil took over me. It's some crazy shit. So then finally the medium came back. Blessed the house. And I remember my mom's cousin said. That the house. Like there was a light inside of the house. That glue like three times. Like and then after all that. After all that happened. Um, nothing ever else happened in the house. Until that fucking night. That fucking night. That I spent the night with my mom. And my mom's like, oh, I'm going to go sleep with, um, her name was Gutty. I'm going to go sleep with Gutty because, you know, she's having a hard time. Bitch, I am fucking eight years old. I'm traumatized now and you're making me sleep in a fucking haunted house? What the fuck? So I remember I was up all fucking night, like all fucking night on the couch, like freaked out to my mind. It wasn't until I saw the sun coming up that I was finally able to fall asleep. Well, the next morning, for some reason, all of her pipes started like they were just busting water everywhere. Everywhere. And she's like, Oh my God, something's wrong with the plumbing. I'm like, No, it's the fucking ghosts. It's the fucking ghosts. I know it is. And I remember her and my mom were talking to like the plumbers that, that came over to check. And I remember mm, her and my mom were at the end of her hallway. And she had like, you know, the old fashioned lights, you know, like hallway lights. They just started popping like pop, pop, pop. And I'm like, fuck this shit. I was like, Mom, I wanna go home. I wanna go home. And supposedly it was because of the water damage. I'm like, No, 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 no. That was a fucking ghost. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Fuck that. Just
2: unexplainable, you know? It's just like it's it's just like I just feel like me, I wouldn't be like it's just, you kind of have to accept that it's real, you know? Like, you have to be like, that's real deal, you know? Um, I've never seen a ghost or anything, but I have had a weird experience. So, um, I was at the abandoned Air Force Base Ooh, that place in Adelanto. Crazy. And I always went there with all my friends, like, all the time. Like, I've never had an issue. And then there's two incidents. Those are the only, like, weird incidents I've ever encountered. I've heard stuff, like, in houses at night, but, mm-hmm. like, I'm really good at, like, Ignoring it, I guess you could say. But, um, so we had went to the apartments and I don't like going to the apartments because every other place, like not even when I'm in the hospital, it doesn't scare me.
0: Like it's like whatever. I can't even tell what's like, what is what in there?
2: There's like the, the hospital, that barracks, the theater. And then there's like three story, like apartments kind of it seemed like. So the apartments I didn't Mm -hmm. like going on to because they were three stories and they didn't have any ledges. Not ledges, um... Like, like, rails. Know. They had ledges, but no rails. Like, nothing blocking you. You know, when you go to an apartment... Like, at our old apartment, you have a wall and the stairs, yeah. the fence stairs, you know? This had nothing. Nothing. Just a ledge. And I didn't like that. You know, what if one of my friends, you know, step wrong or, you know... It was wide, but, you know, you're still on a fucking ledge. You know, you don't know. And... And so, um... We're
0: all, we're all paranoid. Go and
2: ahead. so, um... We had, okay, so, like, the stairs was right here. Now, you guys can't see listening, but just imagine, like, a square, okay? And, like, there's only one way in and one way out of that square. So, we went up the stairs, you know, to the top, third, fourth ledge, and we're like, let's just walk around the edge, you know? You, you had to walk around, but there was only one way in and one way out, which was those stairs, you know? So, we went on the first side, then we went on the second side, and then the third outer side... I would, like, face, you know, you could look, old. you could see, you know, like, Victorville and the jail right there. Uh-huh. Um, And I remember, like, we went, blah, blah, you know, we're talking shit, and then we come to the fourth side, right, and then we kind of, like, re- not regrouped, because we're all sticking together, but we just regrouped right there by the stairs, the only place in and out, and um, we noticed our friend wasn't with us. Ooh. We ha- It was, like, six of us or seven of us, and one of them wasn't with us. I don't want to say her name, but she just wasn't with us she was cool i like her still i still follow her on instagram but she just wasn't with us and we we're like what the fuck like where'd she go she was kind of ditty, you know so it kind of scared me like maybe she fell off the side or something so we're like so we're all like looking and we're like where is she right and we all have our flashlights on on our phones and we all hold our phones up to like that outer side and she just comes like walking to like regroup with us and we're like what the hell like where were you at and she would like it's like it looked like she got punched in the face. Like it didn't look like she got punched in the face, but she was acting like she just got punched in the face, like uh-huh. quiet, like humbled and she was just like I just want to go home. I just want to go home. And we were all like, "No, like fuck that." So we all said bye and went home. And then like my friend like who's like was close to her asked her like, "What happened?" <clears throat> and she said that when she we were walking on the outer ledge. She said she was just like, you know, talking, you know, with the friends, you know how we do. And she said she just felt like 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 in a movie you know when everything just goes like mm-hmm. and everything's muted and you can hear one single thing she said like that happened and she just heard someone calling her like into the room
0: <gasps> you gave me fucking chills right a- now and they were just
2: like and oh. i don't want to say her name but they were like blank they were like come just, in here like come say, here like, like sarah. sarah they were like sarah sarah come in here like come in here like help me like come in here like that's what she said that they like, heard this thing say she she was just... She said she remembers, like, hearing that, like, mute and the words. And then after that, she said she, like... Like, she said she felt like she opened her eyes. And she was in the middle of this room by herself. And she got so scared. And, like, that's when she regrouped with us. Oh, wow. So, I refuse 100%. I will never go back.
0: Yeah, I... I'll go
2: back to the hospital, you know, because I've been back. But I won't go to those apartments ever again. Because... And then another time, um, we had went with a bunch of friends. This is a short one. But um, one of my friends, she was very spiritual, you know. She didn't want to. She refused because she knew, you know, like, the things that lurk there. And she was like, no. So she, it was her and her car, us and our, uh, another friend with their car. And, like, seven of us went. And she her and another friend are in the car with the high beams on, you know, on us. And we're like, okay, like, whatever. Like, it's cool. So we're all walking. And she's seeing us walk and then like we're just talking walking and then like i heard my phone ringing and i saw she was calling me and i looked and then mind you no ledges like my friend even felt uh, my friend recorded himself almost falling off one time posted on snapchat anyways um and she's like screaming she's like get get down here i just saw a door open behind you like i just saw a door open behind you guys when you guys walked past it and, like, I remember when she said that because I could hear her screaming. You know, like, I can see I'm looking down at her, you know, by the car. No ledges. And, like, I remember we turn around and the door behind us just go boom. Like, this door just slammed. So, we ran how we could and got out of there. And that was the only time that I've ever, like, I guess you could say see, seen something. But, like, yeah. But this the story about my friend was scary because, like, imagine that. Like you just don't even remember what happened And then you wake up and you're in this middle of this Ooh, Abandoned room
0: Oh no <sighs>
2: Like yeah That's, So well,
0: That That is That is fucking scary The way you, you, you said that Everything went silent Like I could believe that I could believe that cause usually that happens Like right before I pass out <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you ever passed out before? When I I pass out, like, everything gets muted, and then, like, your eyes, like, everything just gets real small, and then you you pass out. So, I don't think she passed out, because she walked somewhere, so it's like she had, like...
2: She said she was standing up when she woke back up.
0: It was like an outer, kind of like an outer body experience, or someone took hold. That's some scary fucking shit. Oh, she's an easy vessel. Oof. Oof. Those are the kind that get attached to fucking demons and shit. We're going to take a quick break. Okay, we're back. Um, That was a very scary story. We had to turn out the outside lights because we're getting a little spooked here. Um, Moses, you have a great way of telling scary stories. I feel like I do, huh? I
2: think the way I enunciate it, like, you know, my deep voice, I just feel like it sounds like eerie. Like that girl that does makeup and tells scary stories.
0: Oh, no, I gotta follow her. But like the way that you described it, I was like, "Holy shit, Holy shit. Um, okay, okay, I'm gonna talk about another scary thing that happened. Again, my childhood. Um, I call it the Vine Street House. Um, I posted on my IG a picture of it. And I learned some facts about that house today that freaks me out, dude, because I had no idea how old the house actually was and now it makes sense it makes sense like why it was the way it was so vine street was my childhood home and it's located in San Bernardino my mom bought it in the 80s and it was super scary it was three bedrooms one bathroom and it had this long creepy basement underneath just I guess all houses built in the 1900s had um had a basement i don't know why maybe because of the great flood they were afraid that you know a flood would come again
2: i don't think I've, if i'm being honest i don't think i've ever i've never been in a basement in my life ever i've never been in a basement i think i've seen one at my aunt's house but like it was a party you know so like they're not gonna be like oh let me give you a tour of the basement but i've never been in a basement ever and I remember, oh, my gosh, I want to go to my aunt's house in L.A. She lives by Dodger Stadium. They said, my everyone tells me that there's a wolf in their basement. Like, it's, like, caged in there. Like a hyena or, like, a wolf.
0: Like a spirit?
2: No, like a real one. Like. I might have to call and inquire about that, huh?
0: I mean, I wouldn't put it past those L.A. people. They are kind of weird. Um. But back to this house the walls were really old and the floorboards they had like the old wooden floors So they would creak. So if somebody was walking on one end of the house, you could hear it on the other end um, And then it was just so like there was so many different like the house was so old you can even hear the wind um, like uh, um, What do you call it whistling through the cracks it was very unnerving as a child very unnerving especially at night i remember my first ghostly encounter was in that house and i was five years old okay my mom at the time was grieving my grandmother's passing and late at night i heard my grandmother's music box playing and it wasn't like it wasn't like something like very low it was like it was the sound like elevated throughout the whole house through the whole house that it it was so loud that it woke it woke me up, it woke my mom up, and I'm like, What the hell? Like, why do I hear a music box in the middle of the night? So I remember I walked into my mom's room and she was sitting straight up in bed. Like straight up in bed. And I crawled up to her and I was like, Mommy, what is that? And I remember this specifically. And I'm like, I'm scared, I'm scared. She's like, It's okay, it's okay, it's grandma. It's grandma. And during that time my mom was going through a lot of stress. Um, she just lost, you know, her mom. And just hearing that sound, just hearing it just echo throughout the house. And then it just, it didn't stop, stop. It like faded away. And I remember like once it stopped, my mom like jumped out of bed and she went up to the music box and it was high on a shelf. It was high on shelf. I remember it was like one of these like roses that was in like this glass case and it had a wooden box in that box. It was like the old fashioned, you know, the little spindle music boxes. And the song that it was playing was uh, called Through the Years by Kenny Rogers. And it goes like, through the years, you never let me down. You always, um, I forgot the exact words, but it was so scary. And I think, I think the glass broke, I think years after that. And she still has the little musical box, just the musical box. And it was that when it was at that time, me being five or six that I, I realized that spirits do exist. They come to you. When you need it the most, when you didn't have a chance to say what you wanted to say, or you just need that comfort. To me, I wasn't comforted. I was scared. You were scared shitless. But my mom, you know, she was, she was like, she she felt at peace. But that house, let me tell you about this house. It was three bedrooms. I said one bathroom. And it, it had like one of those pointy, it was like, ugh there's a I'll have to show you a picture and nobody ever wanted to come into that house I would have I would like tell my cousins like come over come over let's have a sleepover they're like fuck you bitch we're not going in that house they would come over for the day but they would always leave at night I remember they would be like yeah we'll spend the night but as soon as it got dark they couldn't go in the so it had two it had a big old living room and then it had a huge dining room. Well, the living room back then in the 1900s was called um, a, a parlor, and a parlor was where you you if someone died in the family, you would have the funeral in the parlor. And then the, in where the what was the dining room was the living room, and then it had the kitchen, and then it had a laundry room, and the laundry room had all glass um, walls. So if you were walking from the parlor all the way to the kitchen, you could see your reflection through all the glass at night, and if that door was open. And I remember, just I would never go into that back laundry room for any reason, never go back there because you would just see so many reflections off of reflections. Um, in the dining room area, we had one heater and it w- the house was so old, the heater was a furnace that was on the floor so you could look through the 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 grills of the the heater because it got so hot that if you stepped on it you would burn your your feet but you could look through the 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 grill of the heater and you could see the basement below and sometimes yes sometimes when i was little you know i would look down the grills and i swore i saw like shadows walking past this basement now the basement you have to go outside and it's the kind that you open the two doors and you would walk down. And you had this big old and it wasn't nice. It was not nice. You had just like this little part right, at, you know, when you first walk in, it was all cemented. But the rest of it was all dirt. It was high and it was all dirt all around you. And I remember my brother be like, oh, yeah, they, they buried bodies under here. And he would always scare the shit out of me. My brother Alex and you know he was like he would never even go there even though I remember going down there and he would be with his friends and they would be you know drinking or smoking yeah. weed but I never went down there I had no reason to be down there and just I just remember just looking through the grill of the of the, of the heater and you could just like like just seeing like shadows just r- rush past you really quickly And I didn't know, like, I didn't know who was down there. i you know, but then my brother, Alex, so my mom worked nights. So I was with my brother a lot. And uh, ever since like these scary things started happening in the house, I didn't want to sleep alone. So I would crawl in bed with my brother And, and we're 10 years apart. So if I was seven, he was 17. And so, you know, I'd crawl in bed with him and I'd be like, I'm scared. I'm scared. And he's like, you're stupid. But I remember one night in particular, one fucking night, I'm laying, you know, against the wall and I still lay asleep against the wall to this day. I think it's just something that happened at night. But I remember I woke, wake up and he's like, and I'm like, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's going on? What's going on? And he's like, and he was choking and I freaked out and I started screaming and I got up to turn the light and something was choking him while he was in bed. And I remember him turning like bright red, bright red. And then I just remember like screaming. It was just me and him in this house, screaming, really? screaming. And I, I remember I, I went in my mom's room and I shut the door and I was just crying and crying until she came home. And then when she got home, she's like, what's going on, what's going on? And I'm like, something's wrong with Alex. He acted like nothing happened. Really? So weird. And he, my brother is, he's like, I've done things in that in that basement that you would not even believe. And I don't want to know what he's done in that basement. I don't want to know.
1: Try right,
2: a glory hole. <laughs> just had to offer some fun for this scary episode, sorry. You know me.
0: Of course, we have Moses here to, to, to bring up the glory hole. Pretty uh-huh. sure. Sh- but that that was, I mean, living in a house with just a creepy basement and fun, like a, a, a interesting thing that I did a couple years ago. It was about four years ago Before I I moved into the apartment in Victorville Um, I had a I got off of work I know I had a whole day off And I was like you know what I wanted to go visit my grandma's You know um, grave um, In San Bernardino She's at Pioneer Cemetery Mm -hmm. And I went over there to see her And then Pioneer Cemetery is like two blocks away From the old house So me being a weirdo that I am I drove to the old house and I knocked on their door, and I was like, "Hi!" I'm like, "This is gonna sound really weird, but this was my childhood home," and they were so like um, enthusiastic about that that they're like, "Come in, come in!" They gave me a tour of the house, and they built, they they tore down walls, they built a new, uh, they built an extra restroom, like it, they really modern modernized it, and you know, and I just looked at. You know the young kid he must have been like 18 at the time I was like can I see the basement He's like oh we don't go in the basement Like why He's like no one ever goes in the basement I was like fuck And so you know After like I kind of told him about You know my little experiences there And everyone else's experiences there I asked him I'm like Did you guys ever have anything weird happen in this house Because you got to remember If the house was built in 1991 and my mom bought it in the 80s. There was 80 years of people living in that house. And from the, 19, from the from 1901 to like the 1950s, funeral homes didn't exist. They would have all their funerals at home. People would die at home. They would have their wakes at home. So all this death happened in the house. I'm gonna do. A, I'm, I want to do a, some research and see how many people died in that house, because there had to have been many deaths in that house. Shit, yeah. But I asked them like, has anything happened in this house? And they're like, mm, well, we don't want to talk about it. And I was like, okay. And so I kind of thought like, that was all I needed to know. But this whole block had Victorian homes, because it's almost like a. I don't want to say Victorian home, but It had the same distinct design as a victorian home like it had like these pillars In the inside and outside that had like the coliseum kind of pillars And even though it wasn't big it was all like that victorian style which to me was freaking scary Have you ever lived in a house that you Felt like uneasy about or scary
2: Not here not the apartment not my mom and dad's apartment not even one not even when my mom was like out of a house and we were like staying the night at relatives like never but like my grandma's house where my mom has like that story that I don't know about you know that she's never told me whenever because I used to stay the night there with my brother with our cousin because like he was cool you know like um that was our only outing in high school you know like he would take us to the store and he would let us stay up late you know so we would always want to hang out with him and um whenever i'd go get water cuz they you know turn all the lights off and we'd be asleep and not asleep but just hanging out in his room but you know we want to go to the kitchen or something um i would just always remember how my mom like something happened to my mom and she wouldn't tell me and i would just always put my head down i like i'd look at the floor get my water or snack turn the lights off look at the floor and walk straight to the room i didn't want to look around and it's weird like it's like so weird like my grandpa has like a like a, a, a garage in the back you know they built it it's really nice now they turn it into a little house like that kind of it's kind of like the same distance from here like to that house right there and like they don't ever have any lights on right and that's weird that that light just turned on that I said that um, <laughs> but and you can like look outside from like the back door you know like the big sliding glass back door and he just has a light he has a light like that but like it's just more industrial and it's just, just eerie it's like It's like if there's just a light dropped in from the sky. And, you know, that's the only light in that big-ass backyard. You know, the neighbors have lights, but they're not bright. And I just you just don't want to look out there. You don't know what you'll see in the garage window. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? I I remember, and it's weird, one time I looked out of that window, and I wanted to see something, you know? Like, I didn't want to be scared, but, you know, I wanted to see something. And I just would look and stare and nothing ever but it was just such an eerie like industrial light you know and it's just i just remember just like come on like you know it was just so eerie
0: well i think i'm not discrediting like your experiences but there's some people that are more sensitive than others your mom could have been a little bit more sensitive than you are because like someone like me i can go into a certain area a certain house a certain any place and i feel i feel something's not right i feel that something is there's something there and um i actually it's i remember like
2: I, and, you know, like I don't want to like i don't ask mm-hmm. myself when am i gonna feel that but like i i don't like i you think just, you just want to experience that, I, that maybe like not experience like i guess probably maybe that's what it is but i just like I feel like I'm trying to, th- I know there's been a place where I've gotten an eerie bad vibe, but I'm trying to remember where, so I can't really remember right
0: now. I remember Um, I had something similar happen to me Um, one time. I'm trying to look at my, Um. yes, yeah. so I, I I remember one of my friends, my childhood friends. Well, actually, before I go into that, I want to talk about your mom, your mom's childhood home. That's, that's what you were talking about, right? Uh-huh so um a lot of history about the high desert is pretty crazy especially hesperia especially from main street all the way to bear valley In between. it will just scattered area
2: in between like in between the areas in yeah. between bear valley and main street Correct.
0: like all of this land you got to remember before we settled here there was natives there's a lot of burial grounds indian i'm sorry native burial grounds along the whole high desert especially the ones that we now you know live on because again you know settlers came and took this land from natives so there i remember talking to my old teachers in school because i always want to learn about like history of stuff because i'm a weirdo like that And there is scattered Indian burial ground. You got to remember people traveling through this land, people died. They get buried somewhere. They're buried under this land. And one thing that I remember that I heard from an old, like an old person that's been here forever. He's like at night, sometimes if you go outside and it's a nice day, there's no wind, no cars. You can hear horse tracks like horse like ho- like horses like running down the street really because back then people had horses so a lot of these paranormal you know things that are happening up here have a lot to do with the land that we settled on a lot like of
2: my grandma's house the one i've been talking about she tells us all the time when we go over that she talks to indian ghost all the time and she sees indians dancing in her backyard and um
0: natives honey
2: natives yeah and my aunt that lived there too before she died all the time they she I can go tell her right now and she'd be like yeah I talked to one today I seen one today in my living room in my closet outside by the shed
0: it, it's it's are you being serious yeah like for real and a lot of people who are native you know of native origin they have a lo- a strong tie to this land and I know that if you go to like Hesperia Lake, they have you know, they have powwows there, and they have different adobes, and they you, you can hear about the the legends and everything of the natives that were here in Hesperia. So next time something weird happens in your house, if you hear f- weird footsteps outside, because I remember, shit, I remember so many times where I would be in my mom's living room. And you see like people like you think someone's coming to the, to the front because the, the window, you know, you could see uh, shadows or you could see like people coming as they're coming inside. You're like, oh, someone's here. Someone's here. And we're on an acre. It takes, uh, you know, hun- like 500 feet from the street to walk to the door. So you could see someone walking up to the, the door. And then, you know, you go to open the door and no one's there. Shadow people. You hear footsteps outside. We're outside and we're all like, the fuck. Fucking natives. I shouldn't say that. But at night, especially if you live in the high desert, go outside and where it's quiet. Just listen. You never know what you're going to hear. You never know if you're going to hear, you know, a... Some horses or some footsteps, or even see anything. It's actually quite beautiful you and amazing.
1: Might
2: even, you might even hear Annette playing with her rose toy if you listen real close. <laughs>
0: <sighs> okay, let's continue. <laughs> you no, know, I think we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. And we are back. Hi. Wow, th- this sounds a lot more clearer now, doesn't it? Oh,
2: they're going to drop an incest tape soon. Oh, that is
0: horrible. Oh, are those like the Island Boys? Yes. What do you mean they're going to drop an... What? Are you serious? Yes. Of course, Moses had to mess the whole mood up by showing me a video of the um, Island Boys um, macking down. Nice. Thank you, Moses.
2: I have a video of you macking down with your rose toy. <sighs>
0: True story. I did have a rose toy, uh, ro- a rose uh, toy, but it is trash. It would burn. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. So let's get back into the spooky mood. Um, I have another story. Oh, that's scary. Why would you show me that? So
2: you can't sleep
0: tonight. I could sleep good every night because I take drugs. I'm just kidding. I don't. Um. I'm gonna talk about the Shadow Kid. Have I ever have I ever told you about the Shadow Kid, Moses? Have I ever spoke to you about the Shadow Kid? No,
2: oh, what's that?
0: So, um, you have yeah, you ever? I want to hear about it. Uh huh. You don't. Oops. Oh, he's playing with his phone. He's swiping left. So. All right. Okay. Do you re- you have you ever met my ex Will? No. Okay. Um
2: Well, I don't want to hear the story, Why? I'm already scared enough.
0: You will be scared after hearing this. Because there are actually actually, you ever watch that show uh The Haunting on at Netflix? No. It's a show that um sits down and talks to real life people who had ghost encounters or like, you know, encounters like that. And my ex told me about a story and then years later I watched an episode on that show and it was someone in the military who had the same exact story so my ex was in the Marines I'm not gonna say his name but a lot of people don't realize that Marines is like the highest like form of military there, there there is it's always the Marines the army and everyone else Marines go in to kill they go in to kill and uh, he showed me many pictures of exactly the different tasks that he had to do while in the Marines and um, a lot of stories a lot of stories and, and I don't really want to talk about it because even though we're not together I don't want to jeopardize anything that he has going on but He's always told me about shadows that followed him from Iraq and uh, he said he was on a base in Iraq that was an old Iraqi cemetery and they had those bases that were higher up and they had um, sensors all around it so if anyone was crossing it you know or into <clears throat> the you know where they had to do what is it called um, when they had to stay up at night and like um, oh. guard yeah, there's another word. Patrol. patrol, patrol. They had to stay up at night and patrol. So one of them had to always stay up at night and patrol. And he said that one night he was up, and he was patrolling, and these sensors kept going off. And um, they would be looking in the infrareds, and they could see like something walking, but when they got close up to it, there was nothing there.
2: Like where it
0: was. Like where it was. Like, they would have to, like, they're like, oh, I can't see it in, in their, you know, in the vision in their, um, on their scopes through their guns. But they could see it through the night vision. But the sensors were picking it up. It was very odd. And he said that it would happen almost on a nightly, nightly basis. Well, anyways, he talks about the, the, the ghost kid or the shadow kid. He said, um, he, when I first met him, he told me, he's like, oh, yeah, something came back with me. Iraq like what do you mean he's like a ghost kid he's like sometimes I would see this little this little shadow he called it a ghost kid because it was little Mm -hmm. he's like you know sometimes I'll be walking into a room and out of the corner of my eye I see something run past you know the other end of the hall, or you know you turn your head and there's something there or if you're asleep you wake up and you look to whatever light you could see in the room and there's something standing there I didn't believe him because I thought he was just trying to scare me but he started (laughs) he started telling me you know these stories and uh, I think about two years after we started seeing each other I had a townhouse up here off of Sequoia in Hesperia and you know that house that was like my first apartment as a so a single woman it was my little home and um, it was a three-bedroom two bath upstairs downstairs right So you would go up the stairs. It went like the stairs went like this, like, you know, like a winding stairs. And then the first door onto your right was my bedroom. And I remember I came up the stairs and I was doing laundry, I think, because we had um, built in laundry units like in the hallway. And I remember I looked into my bedroom and I saw. A little kid run from my bed to my closet, like real fast. And I and I thought, like, Bradley, because at that time Bradley was like five that's my youngest and I'm like wait a minute Bradley isn't here so I I go into my bedroom and, and it
2: was your rose toy spinning out of control sorry, sorry
0: sorry I know you're scared and you're just trying to say random shit because you're trembling I could tell I could tell I, t- I could tell you're scared So I went my closet. It was the closet was like a deep closet So it was like um, you could walk into it, right and I turned the light on and I walked in nothing was there. I fucking got scared I got so fucking scared where I closed the door and I stayed downstairs until like I was calm enough to like want to go back, you know into into that my bedroom finally when I did I remember I called my my you know I I called him and I told him what I saw. he's like that's the ghost boy he's like he's like he's he knows that I've been going up there so he's looking for me and I'm like fuck you like you're so full of shit tell me how many times I would see shadows in his house like you would be going through one room and then you would see something or doors would shut in his house it was this was now that I remember his house like doors would shut doors would shut um and like you would hear like noises and it was so creepy it was so creepy and then remember you you watched the conjurings right did you watch the last Conjuring? no you watched you don't i'm thinking i'm thinking of a different movie but we me and him went to go see the conjuring 2 and that one was fucking scary the conjuring 2 was scary I remember we came home that night and we were both like fucking scared because it it was a scary movie and I remember uh, We were in bed And we were trying to sleep and then we heard this crashing noise in his bedroom And a giant mirror like literally flew from like one like wall and just landed on the floor And I'm like fuck this shit, you know after seeing a scary movie and weird shit happen It just gets scary. It's just ugh. I did not like being in his house by myself because he had all tile floors so you could kind of hear footsteps yeah. kind of hear footsteps um speaking of tile floors there was another house oh my god I can't believe I fucking forgot <gasps> Moses I have a whole fucking whole other scary thing to tell you and this involves Christina really? yeah well you know what you guys are in for another little 15-minute treat Cause Let me tell you about this house This is some scary shit So me and my ex-husband. We bought a house up in Victorville. It was on a, on a street called sunny Vista Okay, and when we first Viewed at the house Something was off something was fucking off because you walk in they again had a parlor in the front then the kitchen then a family room and then a dining room in the middle and then a hallway and it was four bedrooms. Anyways, when you walk in when we walked into view this house, they had a big old fireplace, old, old fireplace. Tell me there was a picture of Jesus on the mantle with all these dead roses everywhere. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. N- who does that? Either someone who's into like Santaria or someone who's trying to like like fuck this house, like, you know. But we ended up moving in, we ended up getting it. And I was pregnant with Bradley. Bradley's now, my that's my youngest, he's 17 now. My daughter Christina was two and a half and Brandon was five, going on six. And we moved into this house, we renovated it, we did all kinds of stuff to it. That was our home, that was gonna be our forever home. Um, what When we moved in, I was pregnant with Bradley. I was r- early on pregnant but my then ex-husband was a truck driver so he would work at night he would w- he would work at night and so sometimes at night i would be in bed and i would smell food be cooking like tortillas like on the stove or spaghetti and i remember i'm like oh he must be home he's probably cooking himself something because he would work nights so i remember i would open my bedroom door oh you fucking dick you scared me i would open the door and the whole house would be pitch black. But how can you smell like like burnt tortillas uh. burnt tortillas like something was burning something was burning. And then I remember uh, I would tell him I would call him up. I'm like something something weird's happening in the house. Like I smell like stuff burning in the house. And he's like, well, you're pregnant. So maybe you're just smelling like you're super sensitive to smells. And I was like, no, no, no. I smell food. Like, I, I, it's like burnt smoke. Well, um, my daughter, Christina, which is Moses' old friend, <laughs> that's my daughter. She's 21 now. Um, she would um, be in her room talking to people. And I would come into the room and she, and I'm like, who are you talking to? She's like, there's people in my closet.
1: <laughs>
0: Her closet was a small little door that you'd open. And I remember I went in there. I was like, there's nothing in here. She's like, oh, you scared them away. And then I always, I had, I had I have three kids. So they each had their own room. Brandon had his own room. Christina had her own room. We had our bedroom and so on. And so, um, Brandon, ever since he was a little kid would always sleep in his bedroom. (laughs) And that's another story I'm going to end with you. He would always sleep in his own room, very independent. Whereas Christina, she was just, she's super highly sensitive. So she would come into my room at night. She's like, mom, these kids are shaking my bed. They won't stop shaking my bed. And I'd be like, this little bitch is fucking creeping me out. I was like, get into bed. And then I think the point where it was the, m- the most scariest is when um, my ex-husband would be in the, in the big living room watching TV. And again, if you have tile floors, you know how easily you could hear footsteps. He heard running one night. Like running. And he woke up and went and checked on all of us. I was asleep. We already had our son then and he was like "Annette, I swear to God, I just heard running through the kitchen down the hallway and that scared the shit out of me like like what the hell and that house always was creepy to me even after we moved. I think the last time I went into that house, I literally heard like it sounded like th- the walls were alive because I went there to get the last of my things. And it was a windy day, but literally like all the doors were like, kind of like just like suctioning you now, like when the doors are rattling, mm-hmm. the, the windows were shaking and I was happy to move out actually, because you always had that un- uneasy feeling about it. And even though me and my, my ex-husband were divorced now, he will sit down and tell you he's like, that house definitely had something in it. I'm not saying it was a ghost, but there was something in it. and I just remember the smells. I remember one time I smelled s- like um after my my brother passed away, I smelled like Jolly Ranchers. You know like when someone's eating Jolly Ranchers, like you a could
2: fruity flavor like a really fruity but you know it was a Jolly Rancher. Yeah. Okay. Like a watermelon a green apple? yeah. Uh.
0: I remember smelling it and I was like, "Do you smell that?" Do you smell that? And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What is that?" And these uh, all the houses are on an acre. So they're not close like other homes. You can't smell someone else eating candy. Yeah. And I just remember all these different smells. I thought it was maybe my brother giving me a sign or I'm just crazy. But I never had that same other sensations or, you know, ha- have, like things happen to me in any other home. Now, I wanted to talk about Brandon. Did I ever tell you about my my about Brandon and his night terrors? I think
2: like super briefly.
0: So I have a 24 year old Well, He'll be 24 and um, Since he was born I had the craziest uh, Postpartum Like what is it like psychosis You ever heard of that yeah. um, Postpartum psychosis Is like from your lack of sleep Lack of this where you hear voices You hear voices in your head And you don't know if it's real You don't know if it's fake but I swear to god I, f- I thought the devil was talking to me I thought the devil was t- was talking to me and saying that Brandon was the new Antichrist. <laughs> yeah, you're
2: crazy as fuck.
0: So, I remember and being in my mom's living room, I'm rocking my son, and I'm hearing this voice that says, "You need. He's he's going to be exceptional. He's going to be great. He is he is the the son of Satan." And I'm holding over here, holding like my three my three week three weak year old in my arms it went away but then once brandon hit two years old he began having night terrors like one and a half where he would wake up screaming and he would arch his back to the point where it looked like he was like like the exorcist and i remember whenever it would happen he would start like like he would start speaking in tongues and then his eyes would roll back and then he would like flex his spine back and then he would just be like screaming it with his eyes rolled back and I remember me and my ex-husband be like what the fuck and I remember we would like blow in his face try to splash water on his face and it didn't get bad until we had to actually slap him
2: him
0: and then he would wake up and he'd be like (sighs) and then he'd calm down and then he wouldn't remember anything anything and let me tell you that this kid always freaked me out. I mean, he's a great kid now. Like, he is exceptional and amazing, just like those voices told me that night. But when he was two and a half years old, now, let me, like, Brandon's always been an overachiever. He potty trained himself at two and a half years old. He potty trained himself. Really? Yes. And then we had a two-bedroom apartment in and, and Hesperia. And this kid, look at me, had his own room and he would be like, I'm going to bed now. He would go into his bedroom, shut the door, and go to sleep.
2: Really? No worries, nothing you have to worry about?
0: Nothing. And then one night, Moses. This was right after I had Christina. I had Christina, it was me, my ex husband, and Christina was in the bassinet next to the bed. Brandon comes in, right? He wakes up, he's like, Mommy, mommy, he's like, I can't sleep. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, There's a man in my room. I'm like, what? And then, you know, once my ex heard that, he got up and checked. He's like, there's no one in your room. He's like, yes, he has blood all over his face. And he keeps saying his name is Jojo, Jojo. And he's like, and then he keeps sticking his tongue out at me. Like, what the fuck? You know? And then, you know, I'm like, oh, you probably had a bad dream. It's okay. Go back to bed. And he's like, okay. And then, you know, he's standing at the doorway. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed now. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. Because JoJo's in here now. He goes, shuts my bedroom door, walks into his bedroom, shuts his door, and goes to sleep. And all fucking night, I was like, what the fuck? You see the lights dim right now? Shut the fuck I fu-
2: swear to God, you didn't see that?
0: Dude, look at my skin. What if, what if my son is the son of... I mean, he does, he looks too perfect to to, to be my child...
2: Did that end
0: the night terrors they as soon as we had Christina Uh they stopped But again Brandon has always been like an overachiever He's always been exceptional at everything he does And I don't I don't want to think that he's like the new fucking Damien The new son of Satan the Antichrist But what if I birthed him and I I like if someone said you must if you do you want humanity to end or you must sacrifice your firstborn and be like, you know, everyone in this world sucks. Anyways, bye. <laughs> I'm like, let him be exceptional. Ugh. But isn't that like imagine if like a child comes into your room and says there's a guy bleeding from his face. Wait, hold on. Did you hear that? What was that?
2: fucking
0: pussy
2: stink so go fuck yourself yes that was good that was was good that was good that was exceptional that was good
0: so um yeah those are my scary stories um tell me which one was your (laughs) favorite Moses can you look at Brandon the same way ever again
2: yeah he's a pretty cool guy
0: you think he's pretty cool? What if he w- went up to? What if he goes up to you and is like, "Give me your soul"? What would you do?
2: Babies <laughs> I'm not gonna answer. Them.
0: Yeah, don't because you're gonna go somewhere very inappropriate. <laughs> Just for reference, I have a very handsome son. Like I said, he looks like Thor, which could mean that he is, you know, he has some devil qualities. But he has a caring heart. I don't think the son of Satan would, would care so much. What do you think?
2: Son of Satan?
0: What? Oh, here we... He's, he's on... I'm sorry. Moses is distracted because he's over here on... What's that app? What's not... not? What are you on? You're swiping right. Is that Grindr? Oh, you're gross.
2: Oh, don't do me. Don't do me.
0: He's on Grindr right now looking for a soft bottom. But he did um, give me. Oh, that's a lot this time, Moses. I'm gonna take the last shot of this tamarindo um, Smirnoff, and uh, then I'm gonna close it off with my ending thoughts. Mm. That tastes really good. Have you tried it? Try it. Do you like tamarindo? No. It tastes like the ras- like the um like the you know like uh, the chamois. I don't really like chamoy, but this is good. This is better than just regular vodka. Mm. Okay, I'm going to close it off with this little thing. There are some (coughs) people who can sense stuff. And if someone comes up to you and tells you, hey, don't do that. Hey, this person is not good for you. Don't do this. Don't do that. Listen to them. Because certain people could feel other people's energies. We know their intentions. We know what they're all about just by feeling energies. We could feel certain things about places. Moses, can you stop? I'm trying to be serious here. I'm trying to have... So if someone comes and tells you, Moses, don't go out tonight. It could be your last. What are you gonna do?
2: Still gonna search up the ETA to the club or a friend's
0: house. You already got 96. (laughs) Is it 86, 96? (laughs) Ooh, that was weird. Spirits are not liking this conversation. (laughs) They're like, no, let him go out. We want him. (laughs) Moses, tonight when you come to your room, I want you to just stare into your closet. And I want you just to just just look. Just look at the clothes hanging on your wall and just see if they're just kind of swaying a little. If they're swaying a little. If they just move a little bit. Or just listen at night. Maybe that little that little sound of <laughs> might just be someone walking around in your bedroom. No,
2: it's probably your rose toy you left it on. <laughs>
0: anyways just listen to people when they tell you like don't trust this person don't go into that room don't go out tonight because something just might happen because people could feel things and people know things and just watch out for yourself because there's a lot of things like we just realized aliens fucking exist we just came to that in conclusion that aliens exist Why can't spirits exist? Because.
2: Why I saw like a rubber tentacle in your bottom drawer.
0: (laughs) It's not even. It's not even funny anymore. It's not. It's not even funny. It it,
2: it looked like one of Ursula's arms. That like rubber toy in your bottom drawer.
0: That was a back scratcher. Stupid. (laughs) Anyways, if aliens exist, so do ghosts and so do spirits and so do demons. And demons will possess you and make you do stupid shit. Right? Right, Moses? Right? Like the kind of shit you do behind Cosmos? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. Um, Tell me how you like this episode. And until then, watch out what is walking in your closets or coming out of your closets they might be Moses I'm just kidding just uh just watch out what goes up on bump in the night you guys you never know what it could be all right until then you guys bye
2: bye guys you guys have a good night thanks for having me today Annette see you guys later
0: bye
1: Everybody
0: okay, we're recording. Lower the TV. No, I'm not
1: going to lower my TV. Lower the TV. No, I'm not going to lower my TV. I don't want to talk enough. Why not? Because I just don't want to do it. That's all. But
0: people but people want to know about your experience that happened on Aguamanza.
1: A ghost catch t- uh, a chase in a car, okay? Can you say it louder? A ghost chased us in a car. We were messing around. No, we weren't messing around. Wait, hold
0: on, hold on. Lower the TV.
1: Lower the TV. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: okay. So wh- what happened that night on Aguamanza?
1: A bunch of us teenagers, when we were teenagers, And acting stupid, we're riding back and forth on Agamonza Road in Colton, acting stupid. And we kept going back and forth. And when we were going back to home, we seen a light. And the driver seen the light. And he goes, he started to slow down because he's going pretty fast. And he went and said, I'm going to slow down. Let this car pass me. And all we did was seen the light in the front. And... uh,
0: it was in the front.
1: I thought it was in the back. No, we seen like the brightness in the front. And then when we turned around, we seen a object, it was just, it wasn't a helicopter or nothing. It was just a, a light that on the, a shape like a, oh, a hot dog, a big hot dog, was chasing the car and uh, we start screaming. And the driver looked in the mirror and see what we saw and he starts speeding and then all of a sudden it just disappeared and now i believe in ghosts
0: wow okay you you heard it firsthand i i i i, I s- she's how old are you 75, 75 years old wow okay um that's her firsthand experience with aguamansa